0: Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, we are focusing and talking about stimulus checks. So here in the United States, at the time that I am recording this episode, which is April, 2021, we are on the third round of stimulus checks or payments. Now, the goal of stimulus checks is to get money into the hands of US citizens who really need this money. When COVID-19 just came into the States and turned our economy upside down, so many families and people were negatively impacted. People lost their jobs, people saw their hours or time reduced at work, which right, caused their income to be reduced, and people really were having a hard time adjusting because they just did not have the financial resources to get them through these times so they can pay their regular bills. So the goal of these checks is to really give people the money that they need to help cover their essentials and can, you know, feed their families and pay for their monthly bills. And it has been a thing where you've seen two ends of the of the spectrum. You've seen people who are being really responsible with this money, they're taking it seriously. And then you see others who are just doing the total opposite. And I do have my own opinion when it comes to stimulus checks, and I will talk about that later on in this episode. But I wanna talk about the two groups of people that we are really seeing right now when it comes to stimulus checks. So you do have some people who are being extremely responsible with this money. They really need this money, they're not taking it for granted, and they are putting this money to great use. They are using this money to catch up on bills that may be passed through right now. Others are using this money to pay down debt. Other people are using this money to either create a savings account or they're using it to add to their current savings because many people realize last year, March of 2020, that they did not have a solid financial foundation. And because they learned the lesson the hard way, right? They're taking this opportunity to really correct that. So they're getting very serious and very intentional about having a nice savings account. Now, there are other people who may not have been negatively impacted due to COVID-19, so they're taking their current stimulus checks to invest. Now when it comes to investing, it can come in different fashions and forms. Some people are investing into the stock market. Some people are starting their own business for the first time. Others are taking this money to invest in their current business, and other people are using this money to invest in courses and programs and coaching to either learn a new skill set, or improve upon a current skill set. And all of these, you know, methods are amazing, right? As a financial strategy coach, these are the kind of things that I want to see. But I know there are people who are not being responsible with their stimulus checks. They are purchasing big screen or flat screen TVs, They are purchasing the new PS5s, that is PlayStation 5, in case you did not know what that was, or they're purchasing the new Xboxes, because those two things in particular, the PS5s and Xboxes, have been really hard to come by since they came out back in October, November of 2020. Other people are just overindulging in buying clothes and bags and shoes, or they're booking vacations that they otherwise could not afford and still can't afford. And they are taking these trips knowing full well they still have bills at home that they have not paid. And then so with this particular behavior, it kind of falls into the category of being hood rich. Now if you've never heard of this term, it is essentially where you are living way above your means, you're investing in designer brands and luxury things that you really can't afford. And you're just trying to curate this lifestyle. And then to make matters worse, right? It is April, 2021. So we are right in the middle of tax season too. So here in the United States, many people when they do file their tax returns, many of them are also getting a tax refund and sometimes those returns can be thousands of dollars so imagine someone who was horrible with money and they are getting this influx of cash they you know essentially are going to feel overwhelmed and maybe even feel empowered and because they lack the financial literacy they literally start spending this money like there is no tomorrow and What you will tend to see is that for that first two weeks or the first 30 days, things are amazing, right? You can buy things you otherwise couldn't afford. You can go out to eat. You can do all these luxurious things. And then the high is over once the money runs out. And so this is why when it comes to stimulus checks, I do agree that there are many Americans who really need this money. They are in dire straits this money is going to essentially help them feed their family, keep a roof over their head, but we also need to focus on empowering and educating our communities to use this money wisely. In my opinion, these stimulus checks are kind of just a band-aid, right? They are helping you get by in the moment, but what happens 30 days from now, 60 days from now, six months from now, as I mentioned, we are, in, we are in the third round of stimulus checks and we are officially one year into COVID-19. And as we can see, throwing money at the problem isn't fixing the problem. So we need to start to educate ourselves and empower ourselves and really start working on our mindsets and also focusing on changing our habits so we don't have to rely on the government for money. And honestly speaking, it really is the top 1% that truly benefits from stimulus checks at the end of the day, right? When we as consumers are going out and buying these big screen TVs, we're booking vacations, we're buying all kinds of clothes and whatever else that we're buying that aren't assets essentially, it all is going to these corporations it is increasing their revenue and essentially it is making the executives richer. We saw so many companies their stock values have literally doubled or more than doubled in the last 12 months. So what I really want to bring home in today's conversation is that do you want to come out of this COVID-19 pandemic as a winner? Or do you want to come out of this pandemic on the losing side? Because in any situation, in any economy, there's always going to be winners and losers. So the things that you're doing every day, the things that you're not doing every day, essentially is going to decide where you end up. Now, when it comes to defining whether you are winning or losing, it is all subjective, right? And so, ideally, you wanna sit down and think about where were you financially this time last year, and really assess if you have made progress. Now, progress looks different for everyone, and don't count or look at someone else's journey to benchmark your success. Everyone is in their own journey, everyone has different things going on in their life, but you are in this race against yourself. So do you have more money in savings right now than you did last year? Do you, have you been able to increase your investment portfolio versus what you had in your portfolio last year? Have you reduced how much debt you actually have versus this time last year? Right, so these are the kind of things you want to evaluate to determine whether you are quote unquote winning or losing. And let's say you're not happy with the progress that you have made. Maybe 2020 was such a horrible year financially. Maybe you lost your job, lost a loved one, and it was really a tough year. So if that's the case, you know, give yourself some some grace. Do not beat yourself up over the things that have happened to you. But what I would encourage you to do is to sit down and think about, how can I turn things around? How can I make 2021 an amazing year? So you do want to sit down and identify what goals do you want to accomplish this year, right? Setting goals is one of the key things you need to do in order to work on the success that you're trying to achieve. And then when it comes to setting goals, you are not going to be able to accomplish all of your goals all at once. So once you've identified the goals that are important to you, then you want to prioritize those goals because you do not want to overwhelm yourself because when you do that, you may get discouraged very quickly and start to just not work on those goals altogether. And then once you've set those goals and you've prioritized which ones you're going to figure out first, then you want to create an action plan. Now, when it comes to creating your action plan, ideally you want to break it down into small and bite-sized tasks. By doing this, it will make it easier to achieve the overall goal, right? When it comes to this financial journey, I find that doing the small things consistently is really where the money resides, <laughs> you, know? you know? Never underestimate the power of saving a little bit of money for a long period of time versus waiting for big pops of money to save because you don't know how often those big pops of money are going to come your way. So now this concept applies to whether you're trying to save money pay down debt, increase your investment portfolio, whatever it is that you're working on, maybe fixing your credit, it all comes down to time. You have to give yourself the time that you need to really make headway or strides in achieving these goals. Nothing amazing happens overnight, right? They say overnight success does not happen overnight. And that really is a true statement. I think sometimes when we see other people achieve these amazing financial milestones, we tend to get jealous, we get envious, but honestly speaking, you have no idea how long that person has been working towards that milestone. I've shared my story. It took me two and a half years to fix my credit. So when I finally purchased a house in 2016, for someone on the outside looking in, it might have been like, oh my God, wow, that's so great. But they didn't see the two and a half years of struggle, the two and a half years of budgeting and penny pitching and, you know, making payment arrangements with bill collectors, sacrificing so many things so we could save money for our down payments and closing costs and everything else in between. So, this is why it is so important to just run your own race. You are in this journey to win against your past self. You're not here to win against a person to the left of you or the person to the right of you. But what I will say, when you do see other people making these financial strides in their journeys, I would say look to them as motivation. To say, hey, if so-and-so did this, I can do this too. And maybe even ask them for tips and advice. You know, that is one thing that I have really have been focusing on with my own platform, just really making sure that I can empower the next person to take that first step in their financial journey. I feel as though when it comes to money and credit and finances in general, we don't want to talk about these things with each other because it does require a certain level of vulnerability. And a lot of times we don't want that vulnerability and we're not willing to be transparent. And so that is why I am really on this mission to continue to share my story and provide as much support to other people who are in their own journey so we can all win together. One thing for me that I've really been doing a lot is hosting rooms on Clubhouse. Right, Clubhouse was not a platform that was anywhere on my radar a year ago, and now I'm literally hosting rooms almost every day and sometimes multiple times a day to offer a safe space for women to come on stage and either share their story or ask questions so they can make some progress in their own financial journey and it has literally been game-changing. So I will say, as you are on your own financial journey and maybe you're having some wins, maybe you're having some losses, but anything you're learning in your own journey, sharing that with the next person can really help them in ways you can't even begin to understand. I know when I was going through my own journey, I didn't really feel comfortable talking to anyone about it because I didn't really think anyone else was struggling with certain things, I felt like I was the only one. And of course, all these years later, I know that I am not the only one, and I was not (laughs) the only one, but things are just so taboo that we're not willing to talk about it. But if we're not willing to talk about it, how do we learn, how do we grow? I find that, especially as women, we like to wear this badge of honor of, oh, I am strong and I am independent. But in that same breath, We are suffering in silence. We're in these silos. We're trying to figure everything out by ourselves, and we are literally driving ourselves into the ground. So if you are someone who is on your own journey, please know I am rooting for you. I am here for you. I am here to support you any which way I can. So if you are on Clubhouse, feel free to give me a follow. My handle is at Bella Jones. I do host several rooms every single week, where we talk about the various aspects of financial literacy, including budgeting, saving, investing, and credit. So feel free to stop by one of my rooms. I would love to meet you and say hello. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'm wishing you continued success in your financial journey, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we have today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.